0: Hello everyone, this is Dora from Blaine Online, and today I will be speaking with Charlotte Smith, owner of Blaine Online, and today we will be discussing the hog farm industry lawsuits.
1: Thanks for having me, Dora. I appreciate you doing this podcast and all that you do for Blaine Online. Well, thank you, and I'm glad you're here
0: with us for now, talking about this, and so in case no one really understands what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about hog farm industry lawsuits. Right. And so in case no one has heard about this, like for example, I really don't know much about this. And so in case for anybody else that doesn't know much much about this, let's have a little refresh our memory question. Okay. It's kind of a two-parter. All right. How did this all start, and why is this such a big problem now in this day and age? Okay.
1: That's a great question. I'm not sure that I can answer it, though, because it's still confusing to me that we would be in the middle of these lawsuits. The lawsuits, this is the third lawsuit in a series. Uh, There were initially over 20 lawsuits filed for nuisance from smells and pests. And the plaintiffs in these cases uh, claimed that hog farms are producing a smell that is a nuisance and so this is affecting duplin county not only bladen county it's duplin county harnett county johnston onslow pender robison sampson and wake counties so all these rural farm counties may see changes they don't like in the coming months and years
0: Mm, i mean 20 lawsuits already and there's and right now this is the third one Right. right now. And the first the first two the plaintiffs have won. The people suing the hog farmers
1: have won that's exactly right the plaintiffs won the first two cases um the first trial ended up in a 50 million dollar award for the plaintiffs and the second one ended up in 25 million dollars in awards for the plaintiffs but it has been reduced that amount was reduced because there is a cap in north carolina on how much they can get paid and also it's being appealed and, and rightfully so um, these lawsuits just started in 2014 after a Texas lawyer was reportedly going, and his team uh, was reportedly going door to door asking the neighbors uh, if they would be interested in filing suit against the hog farmers' buyer. Smithfield and Murphy Brown so it's affecting the hog farmers but the people that are actually being sued and paying out this money is Smithfield
0: now I read some a little bit about this Mm -hmm. lawyer and he's from he's he's from Texas right so can you describe some of his like what are
1: some of his tactics right in the courtroom and what has he done outside of the courtroom okay Michael Kowski, I think is how he says his name. He is from Texas, and he is a smooth talker. I mean, he really doesn't hesitate. He knows what he wants to say and how he wants to say it, how to ask the questions um, in a way that, you know, is, is persuasive outside of the courtroom I don't know other than you know I I really don't know about outside the courtroom but inside the courtroom where I've seen him in action it, he is you know this tall slim dapper gentleman um but I would I would think that he is probably a leader in his industry because of the what he's a wordsmith I mean he is he is very good at at what he does mm-hmm. so
0: it's, you got to be wary of the lawyers are very good at persuading
1: people and so well you have to I mean you do want If I had a lawyer, I'd want him to be the best, and you do want great lawyers. But you have to take the human emotions out of it, which good lawyers play on, and you have to, you know, take away the added fillers that he and his team are wanting to add to, and get down to the nuts and bolts of the trial, which is is hog farm smell. A nuisance and and if so, if you think it is, do you how much do you think these neighbors of hog farms need to be awarded for the nuisance smell if they for example, if I were going to
0: move my home beside a hog farm, I would go ahead and accept the fact that it's going to stink. I chose to live here. I'm going to deal with the
1: smell, no matter what right. And if and if you own the land before uh the hog farm came into existence, then why not go to your legislators and go to your elected fi- officials and say, "Hey, you know, I'm concerned about this hog farm being beside me instead of waiting 20, 30, 40 years and then saying, "Hey, I'm going to take you to court and sue you because according to the witnesses they did not start complaining until 2014, but they've been living beside these hog farms for decades. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Well, I'm going to stop you right there, Miss Charlotte. Okay. Well, thank you for having me, Dora. I do want to remind our listeners that they can go to com to read more about the hog farm trials and this issue right now. Okay. And
0: also, since this is the end of part one of this podcast episode, so make sure to join us on part two for the Hog Trials. And don't forget to subscribe so you can get daily updates about this for Blade Online both and the Hog Trials.